You're listening to iFanboy Talksplode, Justice for Hire. Hey, welcome to another edition of iFanboy Talks Flow. My name is Ron Richards, and this week we've got an exciting podcast for you where we're talking to the folks behind Justice for Hire, an exciting comic, motion comic, animation project that's available to read up on graphically. Uh, first up, we're going to be talking with Jan Lucanis and Jan C. Childress, a father and son writing duo who are the creators of Justice for Hire. Um, and Jan Lucanis is actually the president and founder of Creative Impulse Entertainment, the company releasing Justice for Hire. We chat with them about what the comic is, what you can expect from it, um, as well as Jan Childress's uh, long history of working in comics. Uh, with folks like Jim Shooter. But stay tuned to the end of the podcast because we're going to be talking about an exciting contest about Justice for Hire where you can uh, animate some uh, portions of the motion comics, submit it, get reviewed by celebrity judges, and you could win. So it's pretty cool. So take a listen to what Jan and Jan have to say, and then later on we'll be talking to some of the folks behind the animation side of it. Okay, so I am he- I'm here with the director, co-creator, and co-writer of Justice for Hire, Jan Lucanis. How you doing, Jan? How you doing, Ron? Very good, very good. And we're also joined by the uh, Justice for Hire, also co-creator and co-writer, and um, and uh, Jan Childress. How you doing, Jan? Very well, thank you, Ron. I'm very happy to be here. Excellent, excellent. So you guys, you guys uh, have worked together before in the past, right? You guys, uh, you, or you've never met before this project? <laughs> well, well, as father and son, I've worked, I've worked with Jan all his life. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> So we are here to talk about the um, exciting Justice for Hire project um, that uh, has recently – the Justice for Hire event was recently announced working with uh, our parent company at Graphically and uh, with, with you guys at Creative Impulse Entertainment as well as Real Illusion and, um, and Willow Road Animation. Um, it's pretty exciting. So uh, Jan – younger Jan, why don't you tell us what is Justice for Hire? So I mean, Justice for Hire takes place in an alternate now when the U.S. government passed the Retribution Act and allows private counter-terrorist forces to drive around the states, and that basically translates into the average citizen being able to hire their own justice team to execute their own form of, uh, whether it's revenge or you need someone to, someone's stolen something from you and you need to get it back. Uh, it's your form of retribution, your form of justice, and um, yeah, these teams can be hired down the street from you, they're in your neighborhood, they're in your city, they're in your, your town, every state has one. So... Uh, it's a whole industry of of justice uh, vigilantes. Vigilantism turned um, turned legal. Cool, very cool. So now, recently, uh, Justice for Hire number zero came out on Graphically, and there was also a motion comic that came out with it as well. What is what is your kind of approach in terms of putting out Justice for Hire? Um, you know, in terms of doing the comic plus motion comic and that sort of thing. Well, we have um, we released season one, which is issues one through four, all of which are available on graphically. Issue number zero, of course, is the uh, it's it's very much a, a prequel to the to the entire industry. It kind of shows a, a a hint of how how the retribution industry began, and um, it's a little bit grittier, of course, because it's uh, it's the beginnings of the industry rather than issues one through four in season one. Uh, our approach has been. Um, Creating the world, you know, we we first started with the the JFH comics back in um, you know December of '07 when we first came out in, in print, and and uh, we were the first company to come out with DVDs, live action DVDs packaged with every issue of the comic that had a supplemental live action 
um, mixed martial arts content on it that tied into the storylines of the uh, of the book. And you know, the book was Dad started writing the original Justice for Hire comic uh, script when I was um, at film school at NYU, and JFH was my senior thesis project, and we we were shooting a whole bunch of Justice for Hire shorts while in school. And um, that expanded on the, the world and really made it the industry that it is. And we, we ran with that and turned it into a, a feature screenplay and readapted that into a, uh, into a comic series. And we've been building out the world for a while and really just seeing how, how this uh, retribution industry and all the crazy characters that you can fit into it really uh, gel together and, and just create this colorful cast of, uh, of, of maniacs and, and um, you know, heroes and uh, military, ex-military guys, ex-cons. I mean, you know, it's just it's just a really great um, great world to play around in. So with the motion comic, we said, hey, let's take issue number one of JFH and and show how um, how it's supposed to feel cinematically. Uh, and, and in comics, you know, sometimes you can get get that across, and that's been one of the uh, one of the goals of Justice for Hire is getting across the cinematic vision of it. And we really feel that the motion comic is the, uh, the closest yet that we've come to realizing this, uh, this Justice for Hire world in the, in, the, in the scope that we wanted. Very cool. Very cool. So I want to get back to the kind of cinematic approach and the animation stuff, but, uh, but Elder Jan, I wanted to touch upon your, uh, your career in comics. Um, you worked with Jim Shooter, I heard? I did. Yeah, so how, 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 the... how, how did that all come about? <laughs> Well, it, it was very interesting. It, it came about as a result of a complaint that I had regarding what I perceived as the lack of diversity in Jim's early launch of his Valiant uh, imprint. Okay. And I think at that point he had two or three titles out. And so I had some concerns and... At someone's suggestion, Jim was uh, located right in New York City, so I took my complaint directly to him. And at the time, I was writing for the Marvel Zombie Society. I was part of their uh, APA. And he invited me over to uh, take a look at uh, his operation and some of the plans he had. And indeed, he did have plans and ultimately launched a, a number of uh, titles that were rich in diversity and well-written, well-crafted uh, all around. And I wrote a piece for the Marvel Zombie Society, and he later invited me to do a magazine article on the launch of his second imprint, which was um, Defiant. I remember Defiant. And after doing that, Jim invited me to write for him, and to write specifically the good guys title. And it was very interesting that his vision of Defiant included included workshops for aspiring writers. So he was very much a, a teacher, very much a mentor, and a mentor to me personally. And remember, remembering that Jim began writing at the tender age of 14 when he was writing the Legion of Superheroes for DC Comics. And I think in, in my experience with working for Jim, the, the biggest lesson that I learned from him, which I incorporate today, even in my business writing, is to always do three drafts 
before I submit anything for uh, review. And that was a lesson that was instilled in him and has served me well all these years. Interesting. Interesting. I've, I have, I've actually never heard that uh, advice in terms of writing three drafts. What um, is it? A, is there a draft and review process that goes on from there? Or is it just a, in an effort to refine it as best as you can? To refine it as best you can. Very cool. So um, was there any other um, kind of comic book writing lessons that you learned from Jim Shooter or, or kind of advice, you know, aside from the, the multiple drafts that you kind of took from him that you applied to the writing of uh, Justice for Fire here? There was uh, there were a number of lessons. One of the things that uh, I mean, Jim is of course a uh, a very gifted, uh, talented person. His uh, his flair for action and his um, his knack for getting the reader immediately involved in the storyline and specifically in the characters and getting the reader to care about the characters was a skill that, uh, an art form that I picked up from Jim. Very, very important. I've, I've been a, myself, a comic book fan since, uh, age about eight. Wow. And, and I know as a, as a discerning reader that if I don't care about uh, characters and if I don't care about characters very quickly into the story, that I'm not apt to finish the story at all. And that's whether it's a comic book or a novel. Yeah, it seems to always come down to character. That's where, that's been my experience as well. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so one of the aspects of Justice Fire that's interesting and uh, that we've mentioned is is the uh, involvement of martial arts. You know, as a as a uh, not as a device or as a f- aspect of it. Uh, Jan, what is the you know what? How do you see martial arts fitting into the world of Justice for Hire, and why make it such an important part of it? Uh, for me, um, the father, yep. <laughs> uh, martial arts for me has has become a way of life. The the beauty of martial arts is that it it in the end it will unify the mind, body, and spirit in in a, in a way that yoga does or aspires to do. And so, it is all encompassing, and so it mixes beautifully with the ideas that um, my son. And I have for justice for hire. These these uh, key characters in justice for hire, in their own way, are striving to reach the summit of living, and they are doing it in part through the practice of the martial arts. They are doing it also in the path that the business justice for hire is uh, is taking. Interesting. And uh, younger Jan, how do you see how do you see martial arts? You know, kind of playing from a cinematic aspect, and actually the you know uh, uh, sh- uh, showing the martial arts in the comics as well as then translating it to the animation. Um, for us, the especially with with Dad and I competing uh, in martial arts as we do on the same team as we have for years, um, it's always been important for us to break down the moments. That are happening, you know, within a flash, uh, and, and that's something that uh, you know we we've worked together w- uh, with our teams on. Uh, we've had great coaching on ourselves. It's really pay attention to um, to the little things, the, the the angle, the positioning, the timing, um, 
uh, of a martial movement, of a martial moment, and everything that can happen between the thought of a move and the execution of it, uh, there's a, an entire evolution of your of the bodies that are um, that, that are constantly flowing together. And so, uh, you know, we practice Tai Chi. That's that's our base style. And you know, we do Kung Fu and, and, and do a bunch of uh, other martial arts as well, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, but it's from from the Tai Chi perspective, there's just always a great the, the slowness of the movements allows you to really feel the evolution of each technique. And how at ever, any given moment you can change your the, the course of uh, of your action. So for um, for JFH, you know whether it's shooting the live action choreography that we've we've done uh, you know many times before, or it's the the comic book choreography or the animation. It's always about these moments for us and being able to articulate them to the viewer or the reader. And um, you know, with the issue number zero, we were pushing uh, pushing the boundaries even more than we've done before, uh, and really going, looking at these moments and saying, "Hey, look!" You know, uh, live fighting gets, or live fighting, whether it's in in real uh, in real combat outdoors or whether it's in a competition as a sport. I mean, it gets sloppy at times. So, how can you break down these moments for someone who doesn't do the martial arts? And um, you know, make it entertaining for them. So, with the the animation, you know, Zach did an incredible job of uh, of taking the live action footage that we shot based on the comic. We actually brought in some of our fight team and you know put them in front of the camera and redid the choreography choreography from the comic at the same exact angle that it was uh, portrayed in the comic book, and just want to uh, allow Zach to take these these panels of. Um, of of the comic book art and get all these little details of of a of a movement of the evolution of a movement, whether it's a, an arm bar and someone you know ivory snapping a, a bad guy's arm uh, and holding his gun down to the side and saying, hey, look, if you lift your hips up at this angle, you'll snap the elbow at this angle, and all these things have to happen. His head has to tilt back and. You know, the other guy's, the, your leg is going to go across his neck and it's going to push down. And, and there's all these things that are happening. And they're, they're so much fun to really practice, but it's also you know, incredible to, to get them out and, and convey them to the, uh, to the, to the audience and, in, a, in a way that's dramatic. Very cool, very cool. And so, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, applying that, that same level of drama, uh, you know, how do you work to, to keep that, consi- that, that that drama aspect consistent from the comic to the motion comic to the live action stuff? I mean, are, are you storyboarding in advance or, or how much, you know, how, how much goes into each medium uh, as you translate it from each medium? Well, the live action is the basis of, of everything. I mean, the, the Justice for Hire started as live action shorts that I was, you know, shooting from ninety ninety nine uh, and up. So that that was high school. <laughs> so um, I mean, the well, anytime we do a comic book issue and we're doing the, you know, an action scene, I'll make sure to to get fighters together, real fighters together, and shoot with a with a camera uh, every shot. So we'll actually go through live action choreography, break that down, and um, and you know, shoot it as reference for our artist Antonio Rojo, who's uh, he's out in Spain. But uh, you know, we we've been working together on JFH since like '05 or '06. So um, you know, it's been a it's been a while. But uh, you know, it, our our workflow has just gotten really efficient. And you know, we'll we'll pre-panel the pages um, to make the, the the smoothest fight choreography moment for, uh, per uh, per page. And and again, really capturing that uh, the grittiness of the 
of, of the live action um, of what happens in a live combat scenario, you know, where, where you can just get, you can mess up, you can be throwing a punch and then suddenly slip. And... Sure. So, um, so now you had mentioned that, um, that a lot of it, a lot of this work went into Justifier issue number zero. Um, what are your plans for the Justifier comic? Um, you're going to expand issue number zero. Are there going to be more issues to come? What is the future of Justice for Hire? Well, issue zero, we released part one. I mean, the, the whole uh, we released part one of issue number zero uh, on last week on graphically, and part two will be uh, be ready in, in a few weeks that we'll be releasing as well during this uh, JFH event contest. And uh, um, I'm sorry, during the JFH uh, free for all event, <laughs> and you'll be able to see a, a lot more of the choreography we're talking about in this part two. And uh, you know, we're we're just building out the world, the Justice for Hire world. We have a, a bunch of exciting developments right now for that are going to be expanding the universe, the whole retribution in the universe, um, you know, which includes the the whole cast of characters at Justice for Hire Incorporated, but also um, all the other teams that really make up this uh, again this really exciting industry of uh, of, of action. Actioners, <laughs> so it's gonna be fun. So yeah, so so you mentioned the the JFH uh, uh, event. Uh, why don't you tell us, you know, kind of? I know what's going on, but in your words, kind of what what was the kind of inspiration behind the the uh, J- JFH event and the contest that we're currently running on graphically? Well, the inspiration was, you know, we we put together the um, with Willow Road uh, Animation uh, you know, doing an incredible job on on their side. Um, you know, we put together this animation and said, hey, we're going to pre-visualize what the cinematic experience of Justice for Hire is in motion comic form. And we were really inspired by Neil Adams' um, Astonishing X-Men uh, motion comic. And that was, that was pretty much the first motion comic that made us say, hey, you know, there's, there's something to this motion comic uh, animation style. Because, you know, before that, everything we've seen, we, we, that we had seen up to that point, you know, the, the mouths didn't even move. Um, and Neil was combining, you know, 3D graphics and, uh, you know, full body movement and, you know, just really taking the Astonishing X-Men comic, uh, and, and realizing it in a, in a magical way. So, yeah, and, and to have Neil on this as a, uh, special guest viewer on this JFH event is, is just, you know, such an honor to us. Um, so with, with our intention with the, um, with taking motion comic route, uh, it's, we want to make sure that if we're doing something, it's, it, we have to use the astonishing X-Men as the, uh, as the bar. Um, you know, we, we have to shoot for at least that, if not beyond. And we have to, um, really engage the animation community and say, Hey, look, you know, let's, let's take the motion comic medium together to, uh, to a new place because it's so cool. There's so many comic books out there that deserve this type of treatment. And, uh, to be able to engage the fans on a, uh, on a level of, of having real illusion involved with their crazy talk technology, which really allows you to uh, to to bring these characters to life in terms of uh, the head movement and the and the, and the voiceovers, and um, you know be able to offer all the fans all those tech, all those tools uh, right at their fingertips, right on our um, you know, ready to download on the uh, event page on Facebook. It's um, it's just really exciting for us. So I mean we we're really putting out a call to the animation community to say, Hey, look, let's, uh, let's play around with motion comics and let's, um, you know, let's make the art form, let's evolve the art form together. 
And so, how, what? How has the reaction been? Have you heard from folks inside animation and that sort of thing? Have you um, have you experienced a lot of excitement, a lot of questions about it, or? We're getting emails, you know, on a daily basis, which is cool. Just from from I mean, not just animators, but you know, just from across the industry, which is great. Um, just uh, just some great feedback on on the Justice for Hire overall experience. Everything from the animation, the motion comic, um, yeah, the issue number zero. Um, and, and just how that reintroduces people that, that even have already known about the Justice for Higher property and know about the characters, it gives them a different perspective on the world. Uh, so it's really cool to, to get that response. Um, and, uh, you know, on the animation side, it, it's, it's going to take people a, a little bit of time to, uh, to download and animate their own, their own Justice for Higher action, action sequence, and we're, uh, we're providing that for them right on the JFH Facebook page, the fan page. So, um, you know, once those, those animators have, uh, have had a chance to, to blast through their own uh, action sequence and are ready to post it on our fan page for guys like uh, Neil Adams and, and Dad here and, and Ahmed Best and uh, John Machado to, to really take a look at and, uh, and you know, give, give some great feedback on you, know, we'll, we'll really see the fan response at that point. Yeah, absolutely. So, so for those who might not be aware, if you go to um, if you go to graphically.com slash comics, there's a banner where you can click over to it, and we have a whole blog post explaining you know what the event is. But people could also find uh, the Justice for Hire uh, page on Facebook, and that's really where it all happens. Where by liking the page, then you get all the information. You can download the animation um, tools and and the other things, and and submit your entry. Um, and then uh, it's all going to get judged uh, later this spring, right? Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, no, it's really exci- it's really interesting to yeah. see the the merging of uh, animation and and you know cinematography and comics and coming together into kind of one big project. Um, that's very very cool. So um, so so in terms of uh, what's in, in in you know in terms of the future, I know you mentioned the future of the JFH comic book. Is there going to be more uh, film stuff or more animation stuff? Or where do you see JFH going in a long in the long term, like a year from now or so? Uh, there's definitely going to be more more um, live action very very soon. Uh, there's going to be some um, some game stuff that we'll be announcing soon as well. That's really freaking awesome, and uh, of course more comics. So you know it's it's again this, the the cast of characters in the in the GFH world is just, it's just so uh, it's so vast, and um, you know myself and and Dad and and the rest of our team have, have just been. Uh, coming up with new characters on a regular basis that that were uh, that that are just kind of adding to the to the wealth of this um, this creative universe. So it's 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 a lot of fun, and, and we're we're going to be expanding on it regularly, regularly, and and seeing um, you know, having this this event, the JFH event on Graphically, which is you know the only place you can get the JFH issue number zero for free. A fan should know that and just jump on and, and read it and check it out and and share it. Um, it's yeah, it's an exciting time for Justice for Hire. Where we're uh, and for, for mixed martial arts and action cinema and animation and all this stuff kind of combining on one project. It's pretty freaking cool. Very cool. Awesome. Well, um, well, I think that about wraps it up. I want to thank you guys for your time. I know you're both you both super busy in your busy schedules, but uh, Jan and Jan, I appreciate it. Thank you, Ron. Yeah, Ron. Thanks so much. All right, next up we talk with Zach Shelton, who is the lead animator on Justice for Hire and the founder of Willow Road Animation, and John Martin, who's the vice president of Real Illusion, which is the company behind uh, the software that's used in the JFH motion comic. Uh, So let's hear what they've got to say about the project. 
So I'm here with two of the key members of the JFH project, uh, Zach Shelton, who's the lead animator and founder of Willow Road Animation. How you doing, Zach? I'm doing great. Excellent. And John Martin, the v- vice president at Real Illusion. How you doing, John? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So, um, so diving right in, uh, Zach, I wanted to ask you about um, the animation behind JFH and exactly what went into it because it's, it seems to be there was a lot of uh, a lot of action in this uh, <laughs> in this uh, series and a lot of uh, you know whether it's the martial arts aspects and things like that. So, how did you approach the animation of the project? Yeah, well, you know, the motion comments are kind of interesting in the sense that you know obviously you're taking a static image and you're trying to push the animation part of it as far as possible. Um, so really, I mean, like we started with storyboards, uh, just like any other animation process. Um, and then luckily we have Jan and his team of, uh, team of martial artists, which sounds actually kind of funny when I say it, um, to go ahead and they shoot like each action sequence. Um, and sometimes we were going over the footage afterwards, and like they're actually hitting each other. Which is actually kind of kind of amazing. Um, so basically, what we do is we look at each each panel and say, "All right, well, this is what we want to have um, have happen here," and uh, we take each each panel, we cut it, we separate it, and then we re- redraw the backgrounds. Um, and that's really kind of one of the more painstaking process processes is taking that background the background artwork and trying to match it as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, so once we, we do that, it's really just taking um, taking this artwork and matching it as closely as we can to the fight choreography. Cool. So did you? So now in terms of, you know, the fight choreography and things like that, did you go through any particular research to um, before approaching the animation, or did you just kind of take the footage and animate it from there, or did you do any sort of uh, fight research or choreography research? Yeah, well, um, you know, obviously we're all kind of big fans of, of martial arts films and all that over the, over the years, but uh, Jan also kind of thought it would be a good idea to try to uh, – have me have kicked my ass a little bit, <laughs> so he uh, he brings me into uh, uh, the dojo that he he trains at with his team, um, and for about six months actually we did about uh, two days a week worth of kickboxing and, and push ups. Wow! So you uh, so you actually you yeah. actually fought basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried. I, I tried my best. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's hard going up against uh, somebody like Gan who's who's a uh, a little bit more experience than I am, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Very cool, very cool. So, um, so in order to do the animation, you used Crazy Talk from Real Illusion. Uh, John, can you tell us more about Real Illusion and what exactly Crazy Talk is? Absolutely. So, Crazy Talk um, was something that uh, entered the project uh, by way of Zach and, and um, their search for for a solution for uh, the facial animation. Um, you know, dealing with motion comics, I think. One one of the biggest questions is to talk or not to talk. You know, do the do the talk bubbles from the comic carry over and just become animated elements that also guide you through, or do you take the plunge and, and go into facial animation? And so the the facial animation is is what um, kind of brought them in our direction. And and what we do is is facial animation at the core. We're we're a software company. Um, you know, our interest in comics is mainly in we're big fans of them. And so, 
Um, when we when we learned of the project that uh, Zach and Willow Road was was working on, uh, we were really excited to jump in and and uh, and and you know help them as as best we could. Um, Crazy Talk uh, is our flagship product, and uh, this software um, enables you to basically make any image or photograph talk. And so, uh, in the comics world, um, you can take uh, you know an illustration and uh, bring it into our software, and in just a few minutes, you set it up into basically what becomes a digital puppet. And then that puppet you can animate um, with our core technology for facial animation that allows you to just record some audio and then bring a digital puppet or an illustration to life with facial animation. Now, from there, it's, it's, it's purely an artistic um, nuance on how you tune the motion and what kind of puppeteering you might want to do on the face to get the emotional response that you want. And that's what Zach and his team have been so great at. Um, but Crazy Talk is a really fast way for you to be able to animate uh, digital images um, and in this case, illustrations for, uh, for motion comics. Um, the output is, is uh, really handy for anyone doing video. You can export HD or you can get um, you know, even green screen kind of footage that allows you to bring it into the post process, which is what Zach and the team um, did on, on their project and, and uh, you know, keep it into a pipeline. So, um, you know, our software is really designed for anyone to get involved into animation uh, from beginners. We have students starting out at young ages all the way up to uh, professionals that are into the, in the industry now. Um, so, you know, we're happy to be a part of the free fall event and, uh, put some uh, heavy-hitting animation uh, technology behind this, uh, this event. Very cool, very cool. So, and now, Zach, um, so Willow Road Animation did the animation on the project. Uh, aside from Crazy Talk, were there any other, um, any other products or any other tools that you guys use for the animation? And, and how big is Willow Road? Like, how many people did it take to do this whole project? <laughs> well, uh, Willow Road is really small. It's uh, only two people. Wow. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, my background's in, like, TV production, um, and uh, my sister, she's my business partner, uh, she was actually a retired ballerina, um, but always been, like, an amazing, naturally talented illustrator. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so she uh, had had some work done, um, or she had done some work that was in a few museums here in New York City, and it was actually, like, a dinner party, or like one of her friends was like, oh, it would be so great to see some of your work move. Um, and that's kind of where the, the beginning of our company uh, was. Um, but as far as like the software that we use, in addition to Crazy Talk, most of the animation is done in After Effects, um, where we do all the compositing and actual like uh, puppeteering work. And uh, the 3D work, 3D shots, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, done in Maya. Okay. Yeah, Maya seems to be pretty standard by in terms of the animators and things like that. So very cool. So um, yeah, yeah. So uh, so John, in terms of you know how um, independent publishers can utilize Crazy Talk and and also you know um, Zach also in terms of approaching animation, like do you guys have any um, you know any sort of advice or any sort of guide that you would provide? You know, if you someone if I was a creator who had a comic book and I wanted to make a motion comic out of it, what what kind of pitfalls or obstacles did you encounter that you weren't quite aware of before you started the project? Um, well, definitely on my side, I would say. <clears throat> Uh, try to do it with more than just two people. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's always a, always a good start. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's really the thing about motion comics is, again, try, trying to take this 2D artwork and really try to try to push the motion, uh, the animation part of it as far as you can. Um, I think all too often you see a lot of motion comics that, that feel really static. Um, and at that point, you, you might as well just be, be reading a comic book. Um, so, yeah, you know, that, that's always a challenge is to try to push these... Uh, this 2D artwork coming to its breaking point. Um, cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, so John, do you have any uh, advice for uh, aspiring animators? I think for people getting started, the, the, the best advice I would give is try. Um, right now is the best time to try to bring, uh, you know, some creation to life because the, the ecosystem for an audience has never been better for anyone at any level of storytelling. Um, you know, the, the method to get your, your story out there right now and get an, and really gain an audience is is, is incredible. And so um, tools, you know, like from Real Illusion and, and, and other companies as well that are designed to facilitate that, you know, we'd like to facilitate that in the way of motion comics and, and uh, animation. And so for people getting started, um, you know, the tip that I would have is, uh, you know, with our software, with Crazy Talk, through the Justice for Hire, um, free, for, free for All, you can get um, a 60-day version of the software, and there's free tutorials online, free videos that can show you how really to literally get started. So, um, you know, if you've never animated before, or even if you have, there's there's a way to uh, to get involved with the event and, and try animation. Yeah, very cool. So, you know, so that said, um, you know, as I'm sure you guys are aware of all the stuff that's going on with JFH and the, the contest and things like that. And, uh, John, you guys are making a, a demo of Crazy Talk available to those who are participating in the event? That's right. So uh, we, we do have a um, 60-day full version of Crazy Talk Pro that's available um, through the competition or through the event. Um, users can, um, can go to uh, the... Uh, I believe the Facebook landing page is the, the main site. You can also visit reillusion.com uh, to get more information on it and um, then get uh, a 60-day version of the software. It will give you all the features of the full pro license and um, give you a chance to, you know, to give, them, give them the test drive for 60 days. Very cool. Yeah, I'm sure somebody somebody sitting at home wanted to give it a try and wanted to give animation a a, a stab. This is a great way to get started. So, um, so now part also part of the event is there's going to be a uh, kind of panel of celebrity guest uh, judges or viewers or whatever who are going to be looking at the work and and really kind of and the starting point is the JFH motion comic. Um, you know, Zach, how does it feel to have you know folks like Neil Adams and other you know uh, other folks uh, celebrities like that taking a look at your work and then uh, judging the rest of the work? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like I'm just as I geek out just as much I think as anybody else would. You know, like Neil Adams is, is looking at my work. You know, uh, somebody with that kind of ped- pedigree. Um, also, you know, like John Machado is another person that's on our panel who you know is, is kind of a legend in the martial arts world. Uh, you know, one of the first guys to bring Brazilian jiu-jitsu to the United States. So, like having those kind of guys looking at at our work. You know, like they they know their stuff, so like they're gonna judge judge us the hardest. You know, um, uh, that's it's pretty pretty special to be in that kind of situation. 
very exciting, that's for sure. Cool. So, um, great. So, uh, I think that about wraps it up. So, John, uh, if people are interested in Real Illusion and Crazy Talk, where should they go? Uh, what's your website and all that sort of stuff? They should come to the website at realillusion, R-E-A-L-L-U-S-I-O-N.com and find out more about 2D animation with Crazy Talk and then our 3D animation with iClone where we've just launched support for Connect for Windows. So you can learn about motion capture with iClone there as well. Very cool. And Zach, if people are interested in Willow Road Animation, where can they find you guys at? Uh, go to uh, uh, willowrd.com. Um, you can also see links there to the JSH uh, free-for-all event. Awesome. Well, thank you guys very much, and be looking forward to see what uh, people do with, uh, with Crazy Talk and with the JFH Motion Comic uh, assets. Great, Ron. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. And a big thanks to goes out to everybody involved in Justice for Hire and chatting with us to tell us about the project. And if you're interested in Justice for Hire, head over to Graphically where you can read Justice for Hire number zero for free, um, as well as you can check out uh, the interesting information over on Justice for Hire's Facebook fan page uh, about an exciting contest they have that if you're an, uh, an up-and-coming animator and you want to give it a shot uh, to get your work reviewed by such great folks like Neil Adams, um, you can definitely do that. And you can use Real Illusions tools to do that, submit it, get the panel of celebrity judges to take look at it and you might find yourself you might actually win um and you can find the link for that in the show notes for this show um and check out justice for higher number zero on graphically you can read it totally for free we'll include a link to that in the show notes as well so until next time i'm ron richards enjoy your comics 